Check, check. Ooh, levels are good. Hey, everyone. Kyle Mara here. Episode four. It's been a minute since, uh, it's the first episode since I've released the podcast on the old internet through iTunes and Spotify. I hope you have been enjoying. Hope, hope you came back. Oh, I'm not just talking to a void right now, but let's not be negative. Let's be positive. I mean, what's going on? I, uh, it's, uh, morning before work, actually, believe it or not. I, uh, I got some stuff I want to talk about that, uh, it's pretty, uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. I was, I was in, I was in Jersey last week doing a couple shows. And, uh, let me tell you about thing. I, I don't think this is a known outside of comedy, but, Bar shows, quote unquote. Bar shows, essentially, it's in between an open mic and a club show. It's kind of like someone rents out a restaurant or they guarantee a restaurant X amount of people to come there. And then it's like an ambush style comedy show where people are like cutting into chicken parm and then the host comes up with a little mic. Are you guys ready for some comedy? And let me tell you, no one is ever ready for that comedy. No one wants that. If you've ever been subject to one of these shows, you want to leave, and the comic on stage knows you do because ooh, it is a it's a brutal feeling. So anyway, I'm doing, I'm doing a bar show, and it was I'll be honest, it wasn't one of those total ambush ones. It was it was a it was quite a set up one, but it was at some like Roadhouse, like the Roadhouse, like the the, the Swayze movie, not Swayze, so that's a dumb singer, Swayze, Patrick Swayze, rest in peace, R.I.P. But it was this, it was it was close to Roadhouse esque bar it was a biker bar i'll give you i'll give you the scene before i tell you what i thought was so funny about this this is the clientele of this biker bar there's there was a man on my way out and uh he was wearing a an american flag sweatshirt and not like it was like a like a digital print american flag it looked it looked pretty cheap and then there was a uh, a bald eagle a bald eagle imprinted on the front of it and he was he was smoking a little stogie in between sets and we're walking out and uh he goes goes funny stuff, fellas. Funny stuff. And then I go, Thanks, nice sweatshirt. And uh he then decided to respond with uh Only Way to Fly. Which I guess he was talking about the Eagle, but I was more talking about the sweatshirt. It, it was uh I don't know. Had to be there type of thing. Great podcast content, let me tell you. But that's that's who we're dealing with at this at this Roadhouse Biker Bar Bar show. And uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty mixed crowd racially. White, black, Spanish, Asian. The guy got got the whole the whole gambit in there. Show starts and uh oh show. Let's let let's let's I'm forgetting key details for you people. Key details. There's a thing with so I'm I'm not a I don't know if you've ever seen me do comedy or or not. D- you you sh- don't need to know about you do know for this. I am not a political comic in any way, shape, or form. I actually I actually detest political comedy. I think I think comedy should be an escape and uh, not drag. Like th- there's there's people like John Stewart who are amazing at it, and they they make it actually funny. But the other ninety nine point nine percent of political comedians out there are just bummers. They want to act holier than thou, whether on the right or the left, and they want to tell you how they feel and make you feel dumb because you don't know as much as they know. 
they're really just cunts if I'm being honest. No one like like if it yeah. go to go go to a comedy show, leave, ask someone what their least favorite joke was. I guarantee they'll probably say the guy that did too much Trump or too much Hillary or too much I can't think of politicians because that's how I could care less about politics. No, or like a Bernie Sanders thing. I just don't. I don't know. Not for me. I'm not not saying I don't know what's going on, but comedy-wise, tell jokes about something else, not about politics. Anyway, so a political comedian comes up to me, and uh, they'll they'll they, they could be. This is kind of like undercover, like they were. They wanted me to think they were open-minded, but what they were doing was just straight up like profile. <laughs> so political comedian, she she was assuming people's political affiliation based on the color of their skin. So she, this woman comes up to me and she goes, "Do you think this this crowd this is a comic?" She goes, "Do you think this crowd's going to be into political stuff?" And I go, uh, "I literally I couldn't even get a word out." And then she's like. I'm looking around, and I think it's actually kind of 50-50. And she means, like, 50 left, 50 right. And, and she she just was completely ignoring the fact that we were in a dive bar, biker bar. We were at a fucking roadhouse on a Tuesday night in bumfuck New Jersey. Now... I'm not saying these people couldn't have been liberal-thinking Democrats, but let me tell you, context, not the case. But she's looking at, she goes, there's a black table. She goes, well, that table, I think they're more left. That table, they're probably right. That table of Spanish people, they can't like Trump. And like, she's just like, I think it's kind of 50-50. Here's the thing. In comedy, I think to be a comedian, now, I'm only, you know, three, four years in. Who knows what I fucking... What, what do I know? But I think a big part of being a comedian is, is you got to be hyper-aware of shit. you got to be... you got to pick up on things and just use, you know, all the context clues to, to read a room and read a situation to really get what's going on and what people are thinking. I don't care what race they are. If they're at this bar at this time, guess what? They didn't vote for Hillary, all right? Anyway, she goes up, and let me tell you, it was rough. It was not <laughs> pleasant to be in that room when she was on stage. Oh, man. I, I think I don't even know her name, but it was... And she would bounce... Here's another thing, too. I don't want to like be shitting on this. I'm not going to sh- talk about another comedian the whole time, but just... She got well, she got coming. Anyway, the, the the show was pretty funny too. You do I didn't realize that this show was uh the show I was on was sponsored. It was sponsored by a uh a pool table company. Very very jersey. And um or just very 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 my life right now. How about that? Doing shows sponsored by pool tables, you know. I'm not gonna blame them on the Grace Haven, New Jersey. They got stuff going on. It's more of a me thing. Anyway, uh but there was a <laughs> The bar, this roadhouse, had a pool, like a billiards league in the back. And uh, they refused to cancel their league matches the night of the game, the night of the show. And uh, 
it's it's all in the same room, by the way. So like in between jokes, you could hear someone was breaking. You heard like a like a big crack from the from the pool table, and host gets up to do like the announcements, and he's like, uh, "This uh, I don't want to say the names of the pool company, but is this 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 show is brought to you by uh, Blue Couch Pool Tables? You know, this is uh, not." Not to be confused with the uh, Yellow Helmet Pools, which is uh, sponsoring that league in the back, uh, who refused to cancel the league game. Here, here's another thing: comedy shows. When you when you have a microphone in your hands, people people are, people tend to listen, and it really throws them off when you start <laughs> starting feuds between rivaling pool table service companies. So th- let's just say this show got off to a, a rousing start, uh, but uh, I, uh, I I I got lucked out. I kind of went toward the uh, the end, and the crowd was they weren't ready to go, but they were they were as ready as I was going to get them. Had a decent set. Got out of there. Actually, uh, I advanced. Comedy. This is this thing. Comedy. It was a comedy competition. I didn't realize that until I got there. And I've been in comedy competitions before where it's like. I've had the best set of the night, and I didn't advance. I'll be honest, this was not, I was not the best comic on this show, but I advanced for whatever reason, you know. But it's just, they're, they're absolute bullshit, I'll tell you that. There's, it's, you know, it's who likes you that night, who's judging, who's blah, 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 who's sucking, who's dick, who really knows. But I got to do another show in Jersey on Friday at a, at, you know what, I was at a movie theater. It was an old. It was, I don't. I couldn't tell if they still use it as a movie theater, but it was like an abandoned movie. It seemed like an abandoned movie theater that they like kind of revamped. And uh, oh, let me tell you, that was that was one of the worst bombs I've had in in a while. Uh, back to the profession, the professionalness of the shows I'm on. The uh, I was going first after the host. It's called the bold spot. It's called the bold spot because you're taking the fucking bullet. Not the best. Anyway, you get over that. I don't really care. Um, but the show, I mean, I'll hang out in the green room with the other comics and I, I go, I'm going to, I'm going to check if the show started. Host's supposed to do 15 minutes up top. <laughs> I walk into the room to see if the show had started. The host is calling me onto the stage as I'm walking in to see if there was people even in the room. So I had to run down like this, like 50 step. It was like a steep movie theater too. Like this, like. I ran down in the middle of this crowd, out of breath. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't realize what was going on. Get a little, I got a little reprieve from the audience up top because they realized, oh, this guy had no idea that he was about to step on stage. And then uh, I recovered for about two seconds and then proceeded to just eat a dick for 15 minutes. It was, I, uh, I had, I, uh, you know, what? You, you can have bright spots in a bomb. Who gives a fuck? It's still a fucking ruthless bomb. All right. What are you going to do? That was my. That was my. Uh, oh, here's here's another fucking snippet from the uh, the first show in Jersey. I'm thinking I, I got I got ESPN on the background. They're showing baseball. It the, one of these like I talk about like the ambush shows, like these bar ambush shows. And I show up, and the TV. There's, it was. Uh, I think it was Game Four or Game. Yeah, it's game four of the Tampa Houston series baseball, and there's a vibe comics get. It's kind of like it's a, it's almost like PTSD, where like 
you'll, you'll go to a bar show where things aren't looking like it's going to be productive for you. <laughs> and like we, we, me and this other comic, we saw the TVs were on. We're like, oh, they got the they got the TVs on right now. I think uh, you think they're going to turn them off. And then they're like, no, they're not going to turn them off. We're going to be doing doing comedy with TVs on in the background. If if you ever wanted, if if you've ever thought, I I could never kill myself. <laughs> Somehow get yourself on a bar show where they've got the TVs on, and then let me know how you feel after. Okay, that's uh, that's uh, how you feel doing these fucking just hell gigs, just fucking hell rooms. Oh my god, I remember. I it was probably like two. It was February. No, it was March because it was it was March Madness. It was March Madness 2017. Bitter, bitter cold outside. And uh, I don't know. I think it was Duke. Well, Gulf, Florida, Gulf Coast. I think they were playing back-to-back games or they were playing each other. I think they are playing back-to-back games because there's people in Duke jerseys. And I remember, I vividly remember Florida, Gulf Coast being on the TV because I was, you know, having a traumatic experience. But... At this dog shit bar show in Tribeca, it's it may be ten degrees out. There is just oh, this is what it was. Duke played before. There were some Duke fans at this like kind of nicer Tribeca bar. I was surprised they were even having a bar show. And they were shit faced after Duke won. I don't, I can't remember if they won or lost, but they were fucking hammered. And there was probably like fifteen of them, man, woman in Duke jerseys, you know, just. Doing what Duke graduates do, or Duke fans, who, who knows? And they're just lingering. And then Florida Gulf Coast came on, and the show was about to start. And it's to, to perform to people that don't want to even entertain the idea of a comedy show. It's pretty, uh, it's pre- pretty rousing. You're kind of just like, oh, uh, it just, it just makes you, it makes you think about all your life choices. I remember bombing up there looking at Florida Gulf Coast. They were doing like that, that like I think that like that they were doing like the the quick offense, right? The uh the old Loyola Marymount, just like back and forth where they were into dunk it was Dunk City, that's what they were. And I I think I watched more more time on that set watching T V than trying to make people laugh because it was so fucking miserable. It was just brutal. And then I remember getting outside in the cold and like you the thing is when you when you bomb that bad at a show you just want to leave. You don't want to be around. You don't want to see people. You don't want to run into any audience members. And I remember fucking leaving with my tail between my legs, and I get outside, and it's it's literally ten degrees out. And I was like, I can't go back inside right now. And I I lived on the east side at the time, so I had to fucking walk all the way across town to get a subway. And it, it sticks with you. Oh yeah, it sticks with you. All right, enough of these miserable. Bar show stories. What else did I? Uh, I watched the uh, I watched the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, the other day. And I, I'm big, big Breaking Bad fan. And, I, and th- by the way, I am. I'm not. This is not going to be a podcast about TV and movie reviews, by any fucking means. I was just thinking, like, I I, rem- I was. If it's not getting the best reviews, by the way, it's not the best movie out there. But anything, it, it's not. Because I think people go and think it's going to be Breaking Bad. You know, Breaking Bad is five seasons of incredible TV. They're not going to pack, you know, that much television drama into a two-hour movie 
without the main character of the show. So I thought I thought it was funny how they called it a Breaking Bad movie. Like I, I remember wa- I, watching it, I was like, oh, this isn't Breaking Bad, the TV show. This is a Breaking Bad movie. The movie ends. It says El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. I was like, you know, I know what I'm fucking thinking. Anyway, um, ooh. Uh, by the way, uh, thank you for. Anyone who's listened, uh, the numbers, I am, I'm surprised anyone listened, period, and I'm pretty happy with the numbers for the first three podcasts being out there. I got to be honest, I uh, this episode's kind of coming a little later because I've just been, have had shit going on, and I was, do I do a, a guest here, do I do it solo, I'm doing it solo, because guess what, guest kind of, I don't know, the thing is, I, I'm, I'm not a full-time comedian right now, I'm a part-time clown you know i'm not a full-time clown and i got other shit going on i gotta write i gotta do open mics i gotta do shows i gotta be a human at some point you know it's uh like I, i'm wearing a lot of hats right now so hopefully i can get i, I want to have these things every every like two two three weeks but two weeks we're doing it every two weeks so in two weeks you'll be uh hearing what else i got dicking around with oh man I got I got a new pet peeve. I'll tell you that my new my new pet peeve. And you know what? I'm gonna be honest. If you're listening to this, you may be one of these people that commit this crime. Texting questions that you can Google. Hey, how long does it take to get from your apartment to my apartment? Hey. Who won the Heisman Trophy in 2012? Hey, what's the spread of the Giants game? Look at the fuck up, people. Don't come to me. I'm looking. Your texts are coming through blue. I know you have a data plan. I know you have a goddamn iPhone. Look at I'm not Google. I get these are questions I can answer, but guess what? Go to Google fucking Maps. All right? That that's this and it kind of stems to I was doing another show like two, three weeks ago. And one of my overall pet peeves with comedy right now is some of the people I have to deal with. I deal with a lot of people, let's say 18 to like 50 years old. That's that's the age of people I deal with. And it's more when people on the older end of that spectrum, they act and behave like they're fucking... 12 they act like helpless fucking children i don't know how they got where they are in life but now they're doing comedy and they're fucking dragging me down they'll just like ask stupid questions like it's it goes back to what i was saying about being like hyper aware like people that are fucking dumb i just don't and the thing is like you don't need to be fucking smart to do comedy but like you have to fucking like just like a head in your shoulders and these people like ugh and they think it's, like, cute to act like a fucking child. I get this guy. He's, like, mid-30s texting me how to get to this gig we're doing. I'm like, you have a fuck... You have GPS on your phone. I don't need to fucking hold your hand through Port Authority, all right? All right, now we're getting too personal, and I don't want to... I don't want anyone to think I'm talking shit about him, even though I am. But, yeah, this whole fucking... Google, like, just... Be a human being, you know. These these smartphones, they're, they're, this is a hack joke, but they're making us dumb, all right? They're making us stupid. And that shouldn't be the fucking case. It's just like, 
Oh my god. And and I don't want to be too many of these people because in the end of the day, it's like, do they have no one else they could they could badger with this bullshit? I don't fucking know. What are you gonna do? But that's what, that, that's been that's been irking me lately. And I and I hope this doesn't prompt the people that have been listening who have my number to start texting me and DMing me easily Googleable questions. Because guess what? I will block you. That that's by the way, ninety nine percent of the people I've realized I've I'm like. On on Instagram, there's more stories muted than than uh, viewable. If I'm being honest, and I, and I'll watch them, but like I'll watch people I mute, but just not, not on my time. You know, when when I when not on not on their time. Like oh, you I, I'll have like the OCD. I have, I have to watch. I have to watch it. I'll see it eventually if I catch it in the 24 hours. But oh my, it's most of you are muted or blocked. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Not all, most, 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 most. I was just looking at my calendar. Tomorrow night, it's uh, what's today? It's October seventeenth today. Tomorrow, I am, I'm gonna be a judge on the Air Sex Championships. Why? God only knows why, but I'm doing it. Yes, think of air. The it's from my understanding. Think of air guitar, and then think instead of guitar, sex. I'll uh, I'll post I'll post a pic when I post this episode to uh, to tease. But like there's on like the flyer, there's like a chick who, who it looks like she has like a ple- a piece of like slate like tied to her crotch and she has a grinder and she's like grinding and then sparks are coming off of it. And then there's this then there's one guy that looks like he's like jerking two guys off and he's then he's got like a dick in his mouth, but he's wearing like a speedo. The characters in the Air Sex Championship, I, I am, I am wholeheartedly looking forward to uh, to doing this. Not just because you know I like people watching and seeing just the freaks come out, you know, <laughs> the real fucking degenerates of society who want to spend their Friday. Night. And the thing is, like, it's at a sick venue too. It's at this place, the Cutting Room, in in Murray Hill. I guess like, I guess it's Murray Hill. I think Thirty Seventh and Lex. I think it is. Come, come if you want to see me judge these people that i have no business judging you know and it was funny too there's a uh i was, I was showing i got like a like a, a pdf I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how i got it first i got I, I got it through this guy i do his festival and he he's coming through near this, this is a show by the way the air sex championships he travels the country with and his new york stop is at like a the, the cutting room where it's like great like blues musicians play there like i think uh like up and coming blues music. It's 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 one of the few I think like good blues clubs left in the city. So I'm doing it, and he sends me this uh, this PDF for like the rules. <laughs> I I don't want to. I was showing this to one of my buddies. One of the rules is stay profesh, and my friend's like profesh. How about you? That rule didn't fucking stay profesh. You know, just. <laughs> It's supposed to be like positive. It's 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 
who's so, as someone who's who's wholeheartedly against body positivity, uh, not body, like like the promotion of like just being out of shape and being brave. Not a fan of that whole rhetoric. That's uh, because I hate myself. But uh, it's like be like positive toward like don't don't break down. And the thing is, I get that. I, I'm not gonna for someone to get up there with the balls to pretty much have sex with the air for for I don't even know how long they're doing. Let me let me actually let me go down the rules real quick. Um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break them down and ruin their fucking day, you know? But uh air sex judging details. Da 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 tap to download. Anyway, judges do and don't celebrate. Don't tear down. Use hype positive language and find something good about every routine now here's where the guy that booked me to do this has made a mistake he clearly hasn't seen my act because hype positive language something good to say about someone not things that come out of my mouth on a regular basis when i have a microphone in front of them okay rule number two keep it short and sweet Get a couple of punchy jokes in and wrap it up. If you can't think of anything to say, ask them a question about their performance. You'll have about a minute per contestant. Now, what if I don't want to talk to these fucking people for more than a minute, for less than a minute? A minute. I don't want <laughs> Get a couple of punchy jokes. So, so now I feel like I'm already punching with one hand tied behind my back. Punchy jokes that celebrate and don't tear down. It's like I, I like I like how you uh decided to wear your your tidy whities up there. And uh thank you for washing them before you came up here. You you hairy. This this is the other thing too. It, it's like you ever you ever think it's like oh, if we <laughs> What's what's a good example of what I'm trying to say? It's like Like a speed dating thing, I think is a good example. It's like, oh, there's gonna be some, there's gonna be some good looking, good looking people at the speed dating thing. And it's not. It's a bunch of people that have a hard time dating. Maybe because of their looks, maybe because of their personality. Who knows? And it's like the people who are doing the Air Sex Championship. I don't think they're gonna be studs, men or women. I don't think they're gonna be physically fun to look at. All right. <laughs> Rule number three, no rating, ranking, or stars. This ain't Yelp. Focus on qualitative, I can't read, qualitative observations and feedback. So I guess, how does how do you win the Air Sex Championships if there's no rating, ranking? It's like, who who has the hardest boner? That's, that's, who, that's who, whoever gives them that, whoever gets your nipples the perkiest, you're the winner. Oh boy, what did I get myself into? I'll tell you, if you offer me $20 and a free drink ticket, I'll do some stupid things, like judge the air sex championships. Uh, focus, rule number four, focus on the performance. <laughs> Don't comment on a contestant's appearance. You're so hot. Feels grimy. What they did was hot, not what they look like. I read that completely in the wrong tone of voice. What they did was hot, not what they look like. 
Is it going to be hot? I hope it is. I don't want to... Uh, I'm wearing jeans to this thing. There's no shot I wear sweatpants. That could be a big mistake. I hope it's hot. <laughs> don't comment on a contestant's appearance. I just don't get what I'm... Like, what What if they wear... What if what they wear is meant to be commented on? I'll show you the promo. There's some people. And I'll be honest. They're looking to get their shit commented on. They're dressed in, like, leather and the straps and, like, assless chaps. And they're just... They got little tassels on the nips. Man and woman. All right. Forging forward, rule number five. We'll prompt you when it's time to grab the mic. Don't grab it while the host or contestants are talking. Oh, they got one mic for this thing? There's going to be a judge panel of how many people? Don't grab <laughs> I just picture someone like grabbing the mic out of my hand to get some dumb fucking joke out of the way. I'd be like, what's your number? So fucking hot. We'll prompt you when it's time to grab the mic. Maybe, I don't know what the fuck that means. And the, these, the contestants are going to be talking? What the fuck did I get myself into, folks? I don't want to hear these people talk. They're, I, I barely want to watch them dance and have sex with the air. Let alone hear their thoughts on fucking society. Stay professional, period. There's my buddy Rich Happel. He goes, stay professional. That rule's not professional. Have a couple of drinks, as long as it doesn't interfere with your ability to go with the flow of the show. All right, I'm going to be honest. Uh, one vodka soda. Sorry about the alarm. Two vodka sodas. I'm not going to keep professional. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's gonna, There's going to be one ugly dude coming up there doing God knows what and uh, something professional. Just take. Just don't even pay me. Just uh, <laughs> pay, You better pay me up top. That's what I'm trying to say. Because if, if it comes to laughter... You're going to keep that money. All right, last rule. Be creative and think specifics. Yeah, I'm one of those idiots that say Pacific, not like the ocean. When I say the word specific, it's one fucking letter. Who cares? Anyway, uh, your feedback is a vehicle for jokes. Try to capture a weird angle, analogy, or reference that nobody else on the panel (laughs) will conceivably think of. (laughs) This was like watching Michael Jordan in his prime, quote-unquote. Quote, your work with the ball sack was so great, I'm filing paperwork to elect you the patron saint of teabagging, end quote, etc. What? <laughs> Your work? Let me let me let me reread that. So uh if you're listening this far in, you don't have to rewind. Quote, your work with the ball sack was so great. I'm filing paperwork to elect you the patron saint of teabagging. End quote, etc. How do you go from that was like watching Michael Jordan in his prime to your work with the ball sack was so great? Now, you, I guess because it has the joke with the whole patron saying of teabagging at the end. But like, what am I going to say to a woman? It's like, Oh, your your work with the labia was was so good. I'm gonna What? I don't even what that's the most insane sentence I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> your work with the balls. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, folks. We're at a half hour. A little over a half hour. 
I will, uh, you know, I'll, I will definitely, uh, I'll, I'll post a pic of the Air Sex Championships. I will, uh, will if I can, if it, if it meets Instagram standards. Uh, I'll probably recap it in my next uh, episode. Thank you if you've listened. Thank you so much. Tell a friend. Tell a goddamn friend about this. Let's get the numbers even higher than they, they are. I really do appreciate everyone that's listened. Um, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Rate on iTunes. Tell a friend. Uh, email KyleMaraGets at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, yeah. Thanks. If you listen this far, appreciate it. Have a good one.